Hi, welcome back to Dystopian Worlds. We are 8th graders discussing our dystopian novels. First, we're going to hear from Tyler and Brayden. They are talking about The Giver and Animal Farm. Hi, my name's Tyler. My name's Brayden. And this is Dystopian Worlds. Today we are talking about The Giver by Lewis Lowry. And Animal Farm by George Orwell. We are going to talk about some rules and laws unique to our dystopian society. And if we agree or disagree with those rules or laws. <coughs> so, my rules in my dystopian society is the animals on the farm cannot leave and they have to work to their death. They say that their lives is misery and pain and how they are never free due to humans always controlling them. They either have to work, lay eggs, or they will be slaughtered and killed to be eaten. Some rules in my dystopian society are it's against the rules for pilots to fly over the community, which I agree with because of like ter terroristic threats. And another, some other rules are you have to have two children. One has to be a male and one has to be a female. And I do not agree with this because what if um, you have uh, two females and you have to have an abortion on the child, which is not okay. I agree with that. And you can't take like home f food home from like the recreational area, which is not I don't agree with because what if you don't have a lot of food at home and you need to take food home from there so that you'll have it? That's a good point. <coughs> hey, Brain, about your book. In what way though is your book unfair? It's unfair that you have all of these rules that sometimes you can't meet. It's like not your decision to have them, like the, ch the, the children, like having one boy and one girl. Because how are you going to control that? How does your book see a dystopia? Like, what does it see it as? Um, that would be confusing because... You just have to, like, how does your book see a dystopia? Like, what is a dystopia in your book? I mean, it's basically the humans, how, like, they're controlling and, like... Is so it how, like, they're making the animals do certain things? That's yeah, like, and, like, doing certain things that they don't like. And it's, like, they're talking about, like, how a, like, a utopia instead of a dystopia is without humans. So the dystopia would be the human. I mean, that would be, that's a hard one, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, in your society, what would happen if you didn't follow the rules? Um, well, you would probably get killed. They would probably kill you if you didn't follow the rules. I mean, that, that. Like yours, how they slaughter the animals yeah. if they don't follow the rules. I mean, yeah, because, like. It's not really an option. To, like, say the cow is, like, runs out of milk or, like, they're like, no good. They, they'll kill them to eat it for beef or steak. It's either you follow the rules or you die. Um, how's your book unfair? Um, I mean, if you. So, you, as soon as you're born. You have to instantly start working in some in somewhere fashion, having like say to pull hay or like produce eggs or milk. Mm -hmm. And once you stop doing it, when you get too old or you just cannot do it anymore, you will be killed and eaten because of the humans, how they treat the animals. And the animals don't think that's fair. And they're and they're revolting against it. So, Brayden, would you want to live in that society? I would not, because I would not want to have to follow rules constantly. 
be killed if I didn't follow the rules? I mean, no matter what, there will have to be rules, but, like... And even though it tries to be perfect, it can't. The rules are too strict. That's, like, yeah. very hard to follow. Um, well, that's all for this episode of Dystopian World. See you next time. And thanks for listening. Great job. Caroline and Kathleen, tell us about the Hive and Uglies. Hi, welcome to Dystopia World. My name's Kathleen and I'm here with Caroline. Hi. I'm currently reading The Hive by Barry Life. And I'm reading Uglies by Scott Westerfeld. One of our questions we got asked was, what are some rules slash laws unique to your dystopian society? Do you agree or disagree with these laws? Explain. So I put some rules or laws I disagree with is that everyone is mean. They are all hackers and they are mad all the time. Mm-hmm. They are mean and seem like they are a dark mm-hmm. That's not everyone though. It's yeah. most people. Um, like the main character, Cassie, her mom's not a hacker. Okay. She's a professor at one of the oh. local colleges. <laughs> okay. And yeah, but most of the people they are. So wait, hackers. do you? Okay. So right. That's so, how they join the hive. Yeah. Okay. So my. One of the rules in my book was, um, would be the rule that you have to turn 16, and when you do, when, when you do, you don't, <laughs> you have to turn 16. <laughs> I mean, in a way, you kind of do, but, um, when you turn 16, you have to get an operation done to turn you pretty, and I disagree with this law because I some people may not want to be pretty. Yeah, like you're you, and some people may not want to be pretty. But like you kind of do it. You you kind of have to do it against your will. Like they kind of make you do it. So. Okay, yeah. does your book, one of my questions I have is because my book is so dark, like, <laughs> it's just, it seems gloomy whenever yeah, you Yeah, me it. too. Um, is it like a happy or dark vibe in your book? Um, definitely dark, I think. Both towns, like where uglies live and where pretties live, um, it's definitely, they're both definitely dark. Because they don't want to have that done. Yeah, they, yeah. But, um, like, pretty, the, where the pretties live, it's all high-tech, and everything, everything is better, and it's it's the opposite with the uglies, you know? So it's the dystopian in it. Yeah. It has it in the book. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all the questions, unless you have any more. Um, so, like, you said it's not everyone that's a hacker, okay? So, like, it, um, what is, like, what are they trying to It's the hive. They all want to get into the hive, and that is, if you know, like, the bad part of social media, mm-hmm. like, the internet, whatever, like, rumor spread or something. Yeah. The people that go and, like, make it spread okay. are the people in the hive. Okay, that definitely makes more sense. And I'm curious as to my book, um, hold on, I'm looking for it. Like, I'm curious in my book, like, what happens if you don't want to be pretty? I'm just curious to know that about mine. And if you complain about it. Yeah, like, if you complain or if you, if you like, oh, I hate being pretty, I don't, I wish I was ugly again. Yeah, like, that too. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Dystopian World. I'm Kathleen, and I read The Hive by Barry Liga. I'm Caroline, and I read Uglies by Scott Westerfeld. Thank you. Bye. Wow, those sound good. Kenzie and Savannah, you're reading Gone and The Hunger Games. Tell us about it. Hey, guys, it's Kenzie and Savannah. 
And today's question is, what are the rules and laws that make a up a dystopian society? So, um, Savannah, you can go first about your book. What's your book called? My book is Gone by Michael Grant. It's actually a series, and this is the first book in it. So basically, in my novel, kids have kids are left all alone. Everyone over the age of 14 is gone, basically. They disappear, and these kids are trapped in this dome. So basically, the kids have to learn things that they haven't even been taught yet. Some kids are unable to feed themselves and don't know what to do. Others trapped in car wrecks that happened when the adults disappeared. There's kids who are taking control, who don't need to be in control. And it's all really crazy. So basically, how would you feel if you were in that kind of society? I don't know what I would feel like. I mean, no parents. I mean, that sometimes is cool, but then, like, if it's like if you're going over to a sleepover or something, it's cool to go over there and have, like, freedom and everything, but mm -hmm. you always go back to your house. And so it's always nice to have that. And then that's not even all of it. There's some there's mutated animals as and some kids have been mutated with powers eight months before the disappearance. Sounds like an apocalypse basically. Yeah. So in that novel, what so far is your favorite part of the book? Oddly enough, it, I know it makes is really whack, but it's when Albert goes and he takes control of McDonald's and starts answering kids' orders. Why is that my favorite part? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's literally this girl who healed her dog and herself, who was literally about to die. And my favorite part is this man going to McDonald's. Well, good to know there's still McDonald's and Apocalypse, or whatever that is, I don't know. Um, okay, so if you were in that world, if you were in whatever your book is explaining or something, I'm going to go with the Apocalypse, then how would you feel if you were in that book and you were living that life? I would be scared as heck. I might be chaotic at first, but then I'd... I'd be like, what the heck is going on? Would you think that you were going to be, like, the first to, um, go? Possibly. It depends on the circumstances. Hmm. That's, that's good to know. Well, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or anything, but there was, I was actually thinking your book is kind of related to this new show on Netflix, and it's, I think it's like life during the apocalypse, I don't remember, but that's why I said apocalypse, because it reminded me of something that I saw. Hmm. So, um, I'm going to go into my book. My book is The Hunger Games, and I'm pretty sure everyone has read it, but if you haven't read it, then it's about what happened, there was like a war a long time ago between two, how would I say this, like, groups, I'm gonna guess go with, and um, some people won, 
these um, people won, and they were called the capital. So they made, how do I explain this? They made citizens of all the other, there's, oh my god, okay, how do I explain this? There is only the United States. Everything else in the world has, like, been flooded or something, and there's only the United States left. And basically what happens is that there's these bigger group of people, and there was a war, and the bigger group of people won the war, and so they were called the capital. And they were the richest people and everything, and so what they did is, as punishment, they made the Hunger Games for the other people. And so there are districts all around the United States, and there are about 12 districts. There are 13, but 13 is like off the grid. And what happens is that every year they have a Hunger Games held at the Capitol where they take a kid from, I think, 12 to 18, and they they pick out a basket or something, and they, from 12 to, a kid from 12 to 18 is picked from each district, boy and girl, and they go and fight in this huge dome-like thing that's like filled with, I don't know, woods or something, or it doesn't really matter. And um, yeah, it's basically about the bigger guys taking the smaller guys, and they're basically trying to get everyone to kill everyone, but you know. <laughs> friendly so how would you feel if you had to live by those rules I mean the government in this book is pretty harsh they basically I mean the one that rules them President Snow basically doesn't care if people die or anything he just wants a show for the people so if I had to live under this then what do you mean like in the capital or like in the districts where all the poor people are the districts if I had to live in the districts, it would be, see it gets more complex than this because some of the districts, like each district makes something for the capital, so maybe like technology or something, or food, or I don't know, something for the capital. And so they advance in a certain thing, and sometimes the capital favors some of them, so some of them get a little bit more treatment, so it depends on where I'd live, but if I were to live in one of the poorest um, districts or something like that, I think I would probably just like, I would hate it. I mean, I'd probably starve to death or something. I, it would be terrible for me because to live in those conditions, it's no, it's no, I can't. It's really bad. How do you think like the laws compare to like our modern society? Honestly, I think they don't. I mean, there is a government, but this government is really harsh, and there is a president, but the president rules over everyone, so technically the government and our government sort of relate because there's a president, but the president gets all of the power, basically, so it's almost like a kingdom or something like that, and all the peasants are all around them, and then the rich people are in, like, the center, so I guess it wouldn't relate to the government but to our real world today there are like people who are like in poverty and everything and some people get the richer stuff and they're making other people work for them i guess that would be slavery so in um, it almost relates in ways if you think about it so what's your favorite part of the book of so far Honestly, I know it sounds weird, and I know this book is, like, really bad, and there's been, like, a lot of deaths and everything, but I, I love the whole entire book. I mean, 
it just I haven't read most of the book. I haven't read all of the book, but I have seen a couple of the movies, or I've seen all of the movies, and I know some of it doesn't relate to the book, but so far, some of my favorite parts were, um, let's see, when they were getting chosen for like, what it's what they call a reaping. What happens is that everyone gets together, like one every one year they come, everyone comes together, and everyone from each district and a boy and a girl are chosen between the age of 12 and 18 and that's when the reaping is when they get chosen they are chosen and so um that's one of my favorite parts because it just like Katniss one of the main characters in there who's basically um shown as the Mockingjay or whatever mm -hmm. in, couple, in a couple of the other books she her sister prim gets chosen and she was didn't want her to basically go in the hunger games so she volunteered for her which is a big risk to do and and then yeah it i, I think that's one of my favorite parts because it shows how strong her family was and how she katniss everdeen was able to get through such a tough time so that was probably going to be my favorite part, which is really weird, but... Man, you think yours is weird? My favorite part's about a dude walking into McDonald's. I mean, that's actually pretty cool, though, because, I mean, mine is about, like, getting picked to be killed. So, like, <laughs> actually, I think my favorite part would be, like, when they're all in the dome, like, in the middle of the Hunger Games. I think that's probably gonna be my favorite part hmm. like that's throughout the whole entire story so i mean oh. can't be like one part but at least yours is about mcdonald's i mean like anybody would choose that over something like killing or something like that's at least something let's now hear from cesaria and lillian reading the giver and shatter me what's happening y'all this is cesaria and lillian today we are going to be talking about the giver by lewis laurie which i am reading and Shatter Me by Tahari Mephi, which I am reading. We were going to discuss the rules and laws about books. Nevertheless, let's get this to this podcast. What are some rules and laws unique to your dystopian society? Do you agree or disagree with these laws? Explain. One law that one law that they had in the book was all children received bicycles at night and they were not allowed to ride the bicycles before them. I disagree because children under the age should learn how to ride before nine. The rules and laws that were in my novel are that you had to wait three minutes to touch your food and you can't touch Juliet because her touch is lethal. And I disagree with these because you shouldn't have to wait three minutes to touch your food because they were all starving anyway and it was just torturing them even more. What are some rules your society has in your novel? Well, basically the ones that I just said, yeah. And then, um, can you relate to your book? No, actually I can't relate because we don't have those type of rules in our society at all. But probably some of the characters I do relate to. Yeah, same with me. I don't really relate to my book because the rules, which we don't have, like, nobody you can't touch. Like, you can touch people. What are some life lessons your book has taught you? Um, really no life lessons yet. Just, you have to like look out for yourself. Same for my book. 
they were it was not any life lessons that I have learned from that book. What about this book do you like? I like it's kinda of boring. <laughs> I actually like um well I like how they explain it in details about their rules and society that they have in their book. Yeah, same with me. Today we read one of Lewis Lowry's book, The Giver, and a book by Tahari Nafai Shatter Me, and gave a brief description of the rules and laws discussed between these books. Caitlin and Noah, tell us about The Giver. Hi, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Noah. And welcome, welcome to, to our 8th grade, grade podcast, Dystopian Worlds. Worlds. We are reading dystopian novels, and my novel is called The Giver. And my novel is also called The Giver. And the author of our book is called is by Lois Riley. And here are some rules and requirements for our dystopian novels. The number one rule and requirement for our dystopian novel is that it is that it is one male, one female, one child that is a girl and one child that is a boy. If anybody passes the child requirement, they will get prosecuted, sent to jail, or even worse. So basically what this means is that you're only allowed to have two children, which is a boy and a girl. And if you have more children, that is a boy or a girl, you get prosecuted and sent to jail, and you'll have a miserable, miserable life. Noah, do you agree with these laws? I do not agree with these laws because I don't I don't think it's fair for for like a family to get executed just because they have um, another child in the house. So I think that that law should not be um, should not be in the this society. I don't agree with these laws either because I don't think it's fair because a family should have as much children as they want because it's their bodies, their decisions, and they should be allowed to make their own decisions. What would you do to shift the laws, but not all the way, to not affect the dystopian novel? I would shift the laws, like, like just take, just not like take out all, take out the ones that people don't think are fair, and then, but not all the way where it will be messed up. Another rule and requirement in a dystopian novel is that. There's six people per community, and that one community has to spend the whole day together. And at, by the end of the day, they go back to their families. Do you think this law is fair? No. Why do you say no? Because um, I don't think that's fair either. Because I think people should be able to spend time with their families. Yes, I think that also I think people should be allowed to spend time with their family and see their parents, their brothers and sisters because that's your family and you would like to spend as much time with them as possible. This is the end of our today's podcast. I, ho I really hope you enjoyed it. We do recommend you reading The Giver by Lois Lowry and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Dystopian World. See you next time.